1: And it is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Everham and Steve Post here in the Hercules Tire Studios in Concord, North Carolina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. What did I see? I see pictures all over of a uh, horse show mom winning, winning ribbons and trophies and plaques. Oh my!
2: Yeah, yeah. Big weekend at the horse show. But I was telling Gregor, our producer, before that Kate was actually in tough competition with Lydia Johnson,
1: Lydia L- Johnson's really daughter.
2: Yeah, they had uh, some swap, first and second. And it was-
1: Wow, ah, a little battle of the racers here, yeah. Pretty funny. Well, let's see. Jimmy might have to call up Chad to work on the horse, oh, and, uh, and we got Ray working on uh, Ray <laughs> working on the horse. We might we might have things figured out here between them. Yeah,
2: all. but I'm, I don't think speed is really the key here. So, you know. well,
1: there's that. Well, uh, technicality, you know exactly. Although Kate
2: was really upset when the person cut her off, so she cut him back off. We had to sit down and say, "Look, this is about showmanship. This isn't this isn't a race." Yeah, well, yeah, she can't, yeah, it's in her blood.
1: The old, the old hand out the window with the fist or something like that the, on the horse. Probably. No, I don't
2: think that goes with the etiquette. On the showmanship, equitation, yeah. yes,
1: equitation. Yes. Is that what it is? Equitation. Equitation is one of our classes. Oh, ah, equitation yeah, for things those things
2: we don't do at our yes, tracks.
1: Absolutely, yes. Equ There's no equitation. <laughs> there was no equitation at the sprint car racetracks this weekend. Uh, uh, in fact, there was some angst of some kind. We're trying to. I don't know. yeah. Lord knows, Who knows. There, there was a lot of angst. Um with we'll get into that in a little bit out of the world of all with tanner carrick getting sent to the pits for the yeah. tail tank off boy there's some hacked off people about that. yeah
2: That's
1: crazy <laughs> no i i was in um richmond got to do the modified race the nascar oh. wheel and modifieds man i love that me tour. too i love that race and um, i love watching those those races. are great racers i have my um my overall overriding i love every kind of race so i'm i'm fine with it all and i go to everything this uh uh tonight, I think I'm going to head out to Millbridge, and I think it'll be my 111th or 112th race wow. of the year. Wow, impressive. So, and you
2: have a road court, or VIR, aren't you, doing some IMSA? Yeah, I'm looking up there to
1: see, uh, yeah. see our boy up there, or the, um, what's his name, the sports car, or the Trans Am racer. Um, Ernie. Ernie, yeah. Ernie Francis Jr. Um, but I, um, so I go to see it all. But to me, if you said you could only pick one dirt car and one asphalt car, it'd be the winged 410 sprint car in mm-hmm. dirt, and the NASCAR wheel and modifier. Agree. Uh NASCAR poor modifier on the asphalt. Um so I got to do that. And then I actually went to Mountain Creek and saw some uh winged winged box stocks
2: oh, racing. Nice. So I
1: got some wing racing in this weekend. It was fun. Catching up with all the people there. Uh talked to um LW Miller and Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Uh or is it Miller Earnhardt? How do you do that? Do you do it. Uh, first? it's first Earnhardt name? Miller. It's yes. Earnhardt yep. Miller. So yep. original name goes first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um <laughs> Dale Earnhardt's daughter, Kelly, uh, married to L.W. Miller. L.W. was a racer from up in the Northeast, and their son is running these box oh. stocks. Well, they went, to, uh, they went out to uh, English Creek, and he won a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. out there in the Midwest door. Then they got to Knoxville, and they actually got to ride in the pace truck for oh, the Nationals. Yeah. So L.W. was telling me out there, he said, man, that trip to Knoxville, that was a highlight of our summer. I said, well, that's a highlight of all of our summers. <laughs> Welcome to the sprint car world. A trip to Knoxville in August is the highlight oh. of our summer. Um, good stuff. So really neat. I love, uh, we got a lot of good things happening here in the Carolinas as we've talked, but let's get into our Hefner racing products, hot topics. And the big one this past weekend was the 54th running of the Tuscarora 50 at the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway, the floor racing, all-star circuit of champions, the Pennsylvania posse. Started off on Thursday night with Brent Marks getting the win. I like this. Friday night, Darren Pittman in the uh, Swindell Speed Labs car. See
2: him in victory lane Good to see
1: Darren back in victory lane. So, uh, fun stuff for sure. And on Saturday, Logan Wagner, career first Tuscarora 50 win. Also, throughout the course of the weekend, he clinched his fourth track championship. There's so much good about this. Mm -hmm. Um, The Zemco Racing Team. Just everything good about this. I mean... And it was just a fun race. I mean, Lance had some mechanical issues where the car was faltering a little bit, and Logan took advantage of it and made him pay the price. Yeah. And that's, that's you know, mechanical is as big a part of part this as driving talent as everything else. And Logan Wagner, they had that baby buttoned up, and and that car was yeah, rolling. Was... Woo, Saturday night, man. He had to, and he could go inside, outside. Yeah. He could bang middle, it. He was it. middle, you name it. Um, Tommy Carl had that car just mm-hmm. absolutely hooked into that racetrack and, and a well-deserved win. So Logan's going to join us here on the program. Uh, this one here really made, uh, this was neat. IRA bumper-to-bumper sprint, Cedar Lake Speedway. It's the 21st annual Jan- uh, Jerry Richard Memorial. The winner is Brooke Tatnell, It's his sixth win of the this race. But, Aaron, it's a whole lot more than winning a sprint car race for this one.
2: It really is. I mean, as we've talked about on the show, that Amy's battling breast cancer. And, um, you know, to see this is her dad's race. Right, her
1: dad's race, and exactly. And to see
2: Brooke win it and her doing a wing dance. She was,
1: was... up on the wing. And I'm telling you, yeah, exactly. One woo. of those, Woo man. Yeah. I, wish I'd have had, I wish I'd have been able to catch my breath before I scrolled and saw that. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, it's just. Absolutely amazing. The, the the family aspect of it is so cool. So And, and we love Brooke Tattinel, man. Mm-hmm. He's just he's fantastic, yes, isn't he? he? Is. And Amy and, you know, just wish her the continued. The all of them, and, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's it's phenomenal. It really is. Um, fun stuff. And it was really cool to see him win the Jerry Richard Memorial up at Cedar Lake. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, Friday night David Gravel, Saturday Logan Shuhart. We're going to talk to Logan. Um, Boy, I'll tell you what, Tanner Carrick, oh, we talked about, you know, what's funny about this is we talked about the World of Outlaws rolling out into California and Justin Sanders and Dominic Yeah. We talked about them. Ironically, it was more Colby Copeland and Tanner Carrick, which is great to see because that is really good depth (laughs) out there. Um, Tanner Carrick was he had not had the mechanical problem, which was controversial because people were all upset about it. Because
2: people can't
1: Be- Yes, themselves. exactly. And so um, he looked like he might have been on the way. Yeah. And so, um, gosh, fun stuff. But it turns out that Logan Shuhart and David Gravel are the winners. Logan's going to join us here on the program. Other winners, in the shocking news department, <laughs> they had a sprint car race at Atomic and Cole Duncan won. In a... Getting to be less and less shocking news. Mm-hmm. They had a sprint car race at Sharon, and Dave Blaney won. Um, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. They were at I eighty. Scott Baguski. It was a, it was a points only show. They ran a different format on Friday night, and Scott Baguski picked up the win. Saturday was a full blown ASCS National Tour show. Blake uh, Blake Hahn got the win, um, and um, they're racing tonight. Mm. Oh, he kidding me? I am so fired up about that. It's going to be so good to see my friends with the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. And I like this one. Um, the Silver Cup is out at Silver Dollar Speedway, but they have a 360 race, the Platinum Cup, out there. And one of our buddies, Andy Forsberg, swept the whole thing f- up, up now to 57 wins at Silver Dollar Speedway. Yeah. I mean, that guy just, that guy yeah. can wheel a race car. He painting. sure can. Um, I, I just love with Andy that um, he's just found his spot. Mm-hmm. His three. If if you want if you want to be a three sixty racer, you want to be the best three sixty racer in America. You cannot claim that until you go to California and beat uh, Andy Forsberg because he has just found his spot his his place out there with Placerville and with with this three sixty racing. And I am telling you, the best three sixties in the drivers countries in the three sixty races in the country go out there and finish second to him. He's that. guy. I agree. He's so good. God, he's so and good. And he
2: knows those tracks. like
1: He really does. And it's just, exactly. okay, this is this is where I'm at, so I'm just going to excel at this. Yeah. And I just think that's, I, I, I really like that, and I respect that so much. And always like when I see where Andy Forsberg gets another win, and we get to see that frequently. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, again, we continue. One of our themes has been great stuff happening at uh, California, and um, it looks like more great stuff happening out there. Mm-hmm. So, fun things. More great stuff happening with our friends at Hector Racing Products as well. You know, they have a web, website, www.hrpracing.com. And it's easy to shop the entire line of hector Racing products from your desktop. You can do it right on your phone.
2: Yep. First time online orders, use promo code MRN at checkout for 10% off your first order.
1: All right, we talked a little bit about the Tuscarora 50. Here was the waning laps. They were coming to three to go or two to go. We're right down to the final stage of this one. Logan Wagner and Lance DeWeese duking it out. Blake Anderson and Earl Hoon with the call on Flow Racing. And now for the Dean, death-defying move of the week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track move. Here comes
3: Logan Wagner. Logan Wagner to the lead with two to go. DeWeese will cut underneath the battle for the lead It's and- he goes back down low. Here comes Logan Wagner banging the boards here, turn number two. He has a run. Battle for the lead. Logan Wagner. He's challenging for lens and give it to Logan Wagner.
1: That death defying move was brought to you by Dry Diesel All Deaf, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit Drydean.com for more information. For decades, Drydean lubricants has been made in America and made to last paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Absolutely amazing. We've talked about it over the course of time, what is happening at Port Royal Speedway, and then what is happening with the racetrack, with the growth of the racetrack, but what is happening on the racetrack. Four times now, the Zemco team is atop the championship standings, and I love that. The Zemco team is just, that's, that's as hardcore sprint car racing as there is, and when that Zemco car is at the front of the field, sprint car racing is better. And then they put a big exclamation point on it with a Tuscarora 50 win. The driver of that one joins us on the Drydeen hotline. Logan Wagner's on the line. Hello, Logan. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Dude, congratulations. What is it like to win the Tuscarora 50? Ah, it's surreal. It's
3: unbelievable. You know, it's something you uh put on your calendar at the beginning of the year and it's something you want to check off your whole life. And uh you look at the uh amount of quality cars that have won that race and uh you know you're going up against Lance, you know you're going up against the best cars really in sprint car racing. And uh a lot of guys can bang the boards, a lot of guys can roll the bottom. And uh to do it to get it uh to get that off your bucket list is something special and i'm still trying to live the week live the moment you know
2: you talk about some drivers you know banging off the boards but to, to win a 50 lap race you need to manage that 50 laps talk about how different that is compared to a normal a race at port royal
3: uh it's uh you know historically we've always been fairly fast whenever it comes down to 50 laps at port um we manage our stuff well uh we have a really good setup through the slick and and also on top um I feel like it all comes into play on that 50 laps. Uh, You know, I knew getting into the car, I was really trying to diagnose what to do and and how to really run this whole race uh, when we're doing our driver introductions. And before I get in the car, I tell Thomas, I'm going to let Rico go, Um, at least for the five laps when he's in clean air. Hopefully that's a five laps tire I can save at the end of the race, you know, where I'm not in, in clean air and all the downforce. And, um just let him run his race, you know, and, and hopefully he messes up and hopefully we can be at least top three, top five for that halfway point. And we were there, you know, at, uh, at the beginning of the race, he, he set a pretty torrent pace and got down to probably 10, 11 laps in and, and there goes Lance, uh, by me on the bottom. And I was a little surprised with that considering he started fifth and I knew there were some quality cars and Pittman and those guys were behind me. Um, so I knew he must've been pretty good, but Within the straightaway that I seen him go by me, I was pretty relaxed too, knowing that we have a good quality car also. And um, I was also surprised at how at how much he was trying to execute the corners and really get after um, Rico early. And uh, and he got by him and he was gone. And then uh, Rico started coming back and got by him and uh, caught Lance with a couple to go in that first 25. So a little strategy involved in the first half, but uh, second half was really gloves off and go after it uh checkers or record situation honestly
1: you talk about being able to bang the boards being able to run the bottom it appears to me watching that race and watching the highlights and and then you talk about the middle as well you seem to me like you had a car that could virtually do all three
3: yeah we really did you know honestly we we geared up all year for knoxville and uh you know, when Knoxville was over, we we were 100% dedicated to the 50 and what we want to do with the 50. We had some unfortunate events at Knoxville, but our focus went straight to the 50. So we've been fine-tuning our car through the slick, through the moisture, through rough elements, bad elements. I mean, Port Rail can be so versatile, and we've seen that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, where you've seen three different track surf. You've seen a 15, you've seen an 18-second track, you've seen a 20-second track. and we were good in time trials on all three of those, and uh, we've seen very little 15-second tracks early this year, but we've seen a lot of 20-second tracks. So when it got to that point, we knew what we had to do, and quite honestly, we've been fine-tuning that thing clean up to the heat race of the Tuscarora 50. That was the best the cars felt all year, and um, that's hats off to the Zemco crew. Tommy, you know, he works day in, day out on that thing and, and really getting that that stance and that attitude that I'm looking for. And we went out there and we had drive down the straightaway. We had drive down the, you know, into the corner, off the corner. And uh, I come back and we literally changed nothing from the heat race to that feature. And halfway point, we changed nothing from that halfway point to the next 25. And uh, that's just a testament on how, how well we're set up and how well that Zemco crew has that car operating.
2: Wow. Not making any changes all night speaks volumes. Logan, I think after the race, I, I saw where you talked about earlier in the night, you spoke with Lance about dirty air and I couldn't get from reading the, the, these quotes, were you talking a little bit like mind games and telling him, you're, you know, seeing how bad his car was in dirty air, or was it just good to know that going into the race?
3: Yeah. You know, anytime you're talking with a driver, you've got to watch what you say or what you do. And, mm-hmm. um, some guys sort of just blurted out there, um, not Lance, but other guys just blurted out there on, on what's going on with their car and what, what's happening. And Lance is very, uh, he, he chooses his words wisely. So when I had the opportunity to talk to Lance before that 50, um, I wanted to make a couple of points known. I wanted to be vulnerable and tell him, hey, my car's not so good in dirty air, which it was okay, but not great. And I wanted to hear how his car was, because I thought it might come down to that. And he just said, I'm, you know, I'm really not great in dirty air. I'm pretty bad. And it so i just logged that in my memory you know and i knew whenever i got to that point in that feature where we were contending for the win i i remember what he said and i was sort of watching his car uh oil leak or not i felt like he's been better in dirty air uh at port royal so um i knew whenever i got to got to him i could pull the trigger and get get the job done and slide up in front of him and try to take the air off him and i also knew if i could Take the wind off of him getting into three, and he had to go through my wake. That uh, it was going to make it really difficult for him to stick stick that corner, and and that's what we did. We got that really good run off the top, in one and two, I got up beside him down the back stretch, and just drove into three as hard as I could, and and sort of just try to take the wind off his car as much as I could, and ultimately that prevailed to, to get that to get that win.
1: Wow, I mean it's fascinating to hear that. It really truly is It's fascinating to hear you talk about that because ironically a year ago we had lance talking about doing the same thing to kyle larson yeah taking the year right. off you know i mean it is such a game and it's just it's fascinating to do that it, logan it amazes me that you have the consciousness of the wherewithal and it's the same thing i've talked to lance about that you you consciously are able to think about that while managing your own car and looking out the window at lap traffic and everything
3: yeah it's, uh, there's a lot going on you know and and going into the night eight Emotions can take over the best of you. You're running the Tusker 50, what you wanted all year long, and uh, there was sort of a calmness to me. I, I think I did that Kyle McFadden interview where I was pretty calm and uh, collected my thoughts well, and knew exactly what we had to do. And then, you know, we set quick time, which is it amps you up. You know, you get you you feel really good about uh, the whole night. Then straight after that, and you then you go from fourth to first in the heat race, which no one was doing. That that just you know, speaks volumes on how well the car was working. And uh, then you go and you're sitting on the outside pole and the race could be yours in the future. And it's uh, up to you to either win it or lose it. And, uh, you know, I stuffed the wall in three and four and that could have been the race, you know, or or I didn't pressure the top hard enough, maybe early that could have been the race or too hard late. You know, you diagnose the whole race and, and what you did and look back and say, I could have done this, this or this, but uh, I'm really happy with how well uh, we managed the car, how well uh, the car helped me uh, manage it. And uh, you know, looking looking back on it, I, I know Lance had an oil leak. I know he had some unfortunate events happen, but, uh, you know, we took charge and we, we still passed him and no one else did.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Logan, when you look at the history of the Zemco car, there's been some of the best sprint car drivers in the world have driven it. How awesome or satisfying or validating is it for you to have the success you're having in that car right now?
3: Uh, it's so cool. You know, it's uh, 35 years in. There's, I hadn't. Uh, I talked with a gentleman there before the race in the 50,
1: and he said, you know, how
3: do you feel about running this car? And and you know, notoriously how well it's run over the last 35 years. And I said, you know, you look. You can look at any car in the pit. Not one of them has been here for 35 years. So that's a testament to John and Pee Wee on their dedication to the sport and, uh, and to want to still race and want to still be competitive and do what they need to do to be competitive for that long. Just no one has done that in this sport and no one's doing that in this sport. Um, it's a very cutthroat sport. It'll chew you up and spit you out. It's uh, it's tough on car owners, tough on drivers. And um, they, they've had, they've had, I mean, notoriously, they've had Kevin Gobrek, they've had Stevie Smith, they've had Casey Kane, they've Mark Smith. It's, like the list is ever so long and just even be in the same ballpark as those guys. It's like, we won our fourth track championship. Keith Kaufman had hundreds of wins at Port Royal. I don't even know how I'm even in the the same conversation as Keith Kaufman with everything he's completed, but it's somehow we are. And uh, somehow we won the 50 and I feel like we're, we're fourth year strong and uh, maybe fifth year brings uh, something even cooler or something even better.
1: You you mentioned that. I'll, I'll, I'll clarify why you're in the conversation with Keith Kaufman. You are a four-time consecutive champ. The only other time in the history of Port Royal that was done was 78-81 to 81 by the man from Mifflintown by Keith Kaufman. And, and, Logan, we had talked to you earlier this year. You won the Keith Kaufman Classic, and you shared what it was like to share that podium with him that night in winning the Keith Kaufman Classic. I can't imagine what it's like to share the record books with him. Yeah, it's,
3: it's so sweet, you know, and, and I think why it's so tough to win four in a row or win three in a row or two is because these people get hurt, drivers get hurt, car owners fade. Um, it's hard to maintain speed and consistency in these race cars with everything changing how they do. Um, and that's really, it comes down to the Zemco team and, and that they've been doing it for 35 years. They know what to do. They know how to keep the car consistent. Uh how not to drop out of races. For a long time, we had a spree where we were like 12 of 14 shows. We were in the top five, and um, they, they keep the car under me, and that's really how you can go on to win four titles. And I know Keith at his time, when he was winning four in a row um, in all those championships and all those races, he did just that, and uh, that's it, really what it's all about. But it's so cool to even be in the same conversation as Keith. I mean, when he first started at Port Royal, he was selling milk, in the infield, and uh, as a kid, and went on to drive race cars and, and win so many features there, and, and win so many track championships. It's like how the world turns, you know, how the world progresses is so cool.
1: And now he's one of the big volunteers, and the reason the track just keeps doing what's doing. He's so involved. Absolutely, in, it's amazing what what he does. To what he does to me now is almost as amazing as yeah. what he did on the track because he doesn't have to do this. Yeah, he's the man from Mifflintown. Yeah. I mean, this place is a There's shrine to him, much. and he's out there on a dozer cleaning, you know. I yeah, mean, it's, the
2: trophies and glory aren't there, and he's no, still putting he's still in the putting passion. Pa- yeah.
1: It's it just amazing. Final question for you, Logan. You had shared with us earlier this year about the mental game of sprint car racing, the mental game of life, and you had talked about, you know, visualizing what is going to happen and trying to put yourself in all these scenarios, and the greats do that, and you've been able to do that as well. You, I'm sure, visualized winning. The Tuscarora Fifty. How did the real celebration? How did the real victory lane podium, the stage, everything feel compared to what you had? What you had visualized?
3: Um, you, you know,
1: you
3: you try to put yourself in that spot and you try to mentally prepare yourself for that, and you still have to stay calm during those those stretches. And it, it was, you know, you, you cross. You don't look at the stands. You don't look at the infield all night. You just know what you need to do and after that uh after that 50th lap i crossed over and people were on their coolers the whole infields on the fence i look in the stands and it's going crazy complete sellout crowd and uh it was more than i could ever expect and i was doing donuts in three and four you know <laughs> and then i thought oh man i need to save my tires i still need to make the scales but then i'm you know trying to do things to make weight and uh it was so surreal. It was, uh, you, you can't even believe it. it, it it's a so, lot, you know, you lose words to even describe it. Um, and it really hasn't even settled in yet. But one really cool thing I, I, I've been reading this book called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, he's the owner of Nike, and he describes like his passion for what he's doing and, and how he does it. And, uh, he looked back on his career and, and said, uh, you know, one thing he wished he would have done more of was spend time with his daughter, with his two boys. And, uh, that Trump's even anything he could have ever done at Nike. And uh you know I look at I look at what I'm doing and how I manage racing and I, I don't race really a lot of places. I race Port Royal and we select other shows and really trying to just harness time spent with my daughter and and embrace the time we can spend together and the, and the races we can in and what we can do together as a family. So more so that than anything, you know, just being able to do it with your family and with the people that love you and surround you in that that big cushion and that big support system is, is really cool. You're
1: here, here, Boy, mm-hmm. a champion on the track and uh, a champion at the house. Boy, that is, uh, that is, and, and you're right, well, far more important than that yeah. Tuscarora 50 win. Neat stuff for sure. Logan, congratulations. We wish you the best with the balance of the year, wherever it takes you, and uh, thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation.
3: Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Steve.
1: Great time. There we go. Logan Wagner. Wow.
2: I love how he ended that. You know, we're, we're talking about this huge win in his career.
1: And yet more important than that is his daughter and, and his family and his wife. His I family. feel like
2: any successful person in this world or anyone struggles with that balance of family versus career. No
1: doubt about it. And, and to read, um, I, I have been, this is beyond sprint car racing, but one of the things that has become very clear to me is that there are people doing life um, better than I am. And, and again, I'm, I'm very content where I'm at. I'm, oh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm extremely content with where I'm at. But that doesn't mean you stop and you sit and to listen to him. And and he had had the talk about visualizing, and yep. I and I've thought about that a lot. And then to say, but he's reading a book about uh, the guy from Nike, Phil Knight, I guess it is from yep. Nike. And I'm just like, you never are. It, you, no matter where you're at, always learn, always learn, always go forward with it. And um, boy, he's so young though.
2: I know. I appreciate it. he's he's uh, a deep thinker. Yeah. And he you know he speaks so intelligently as well, not yeah. just racing wise, but no. life.
1: Boy, I'll tell you what. He used Lance's tricks on Lance. <laughs> talk on Superman Cape there. Fun stuff for sure. From one Logan to another. From Wagner to schuhart That's what we're doing here on Wing Nation. We'll talk to Logan Schuhart next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain. And we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
2: Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com.
1: Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American
3: Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car stationing body, is bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can't be there? Get dope the streaming fun with Racing Boys and bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full line of this now at ASCSRacing.com.
1: The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. One Sprint Car Place in Knoxville, Iowa, on the famed Marion County Fairgrounds. Erin, one of my favorite spots.
2: Mine too, too. especially that store.
1: (laughs) Man, I'll tell you what. They're still hauling the Brinks truck from that store down to the local bank after Aaron got done in there this summer. Holy <laughs> cow! She took Kate in there. Boy, Bob oh. Baker walks out into a vacant vacant store. It's like, what happened? They said, "Well, Kate Everingham." It was, was it. It, was it was for Kate. Kate. Yeah. Exactly. It was yes. for Kate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the I'm, horse I'm,
2: girl, but yes. she does like her spring cars. Though I'll give. her Oh
1: that. man, I'll tell you what. Well, that is good. We love to talk about the birthday calendar. Yesterday, the birthday of Frankie Kerr. I just right. love when i get to talk Me to Frankie too. Kerr, i um michigan cup race he's crew chiefing on bj mcleod's car mm-hmm. so in michigan I had the chance to talk with him. um he is like he, listening to him diagnose kyle larson is just fascinating yeah. because he's a whole lot smarter at sprint car racing than steve post is you know i mean <laughs> that might be breaking news but this, this actually goes back. I, I, we're not even to our birthday yet, but I, I, we're, we're, and we're waiting for Logan Schuhart to answer his phone, okay? So um, so I'm, this is called stalling in the radio business, all right? Um, so this goes Schilling. back to years ago. Um, that first Knoxville Nationals that I did was the one that Shots went from 21st or 22nd, 21st or 22nd to win. Yeah. And I was at the next race. I think that was Michigan again, ironically. I was at the next race, and Frankie said, where was Shots passing him? And I said, Frankie, I've never seen anything like it. It's like wherever he caught him. Yeah. Like middle of the backstretch, left, by, right, back up in the groove. And Frankie said, what sprint car racers don't realize, he says, or what you have to learn as a sprint car driver is it's all about momentum.
2: Yeah.
1: It's all about momentum. And you, you, Because if you follow that car into turn number three, you have slowed to his pace. Mm -hmm. If you allow that car. And so I had, that's the background. Of a conversation, and I've just, after that conversation, Frankie's just one of my favorite people to talk to because he's so wise. Yeah. He just understands it so much. So we're up there talking, and he's like, you know, I forget which one this was after, which Larson won this. Well, it would have been, again, Knoxville. And he says, th- this guy, he says, I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it. No. He says, it, it is so much so, he said, Frankie, he's laughing. He says, I've changed my pay-per-view habits. I said, you are changed your pay-per-view habits? He says, yeah, it used to be flow and dirt vision. Now it's just wherever Larson's racing, midget car, uh, a late model. He said, I cannot even believe what we're seeing. Yeah. He said, and then I sit on the pit box here and watch him on this in Michigan, yeah. or uh, and that sort of thing. And Frankie just, and this is why I love Getting to know a guy like Frankie Kerr yeah. because this this is this is this is not some radio guy like me talking. This is a guy that has lived it, done, done it, it, breathed it, it all, been yeah. there, done it.
2: And like you said, follows all of it exactly. And, he's, of and he
1: and yeah. he just is like, I just, I just, all I'm about is watching my my whole pay per view is all about where's Kyle Larson racing that.
2: Yeah, well, I actually tuned into the World 100 I, never before okay. have I done that,
1: and I watched the uh, race at um, the. Um,
2: was it last night? Last night it was yeah. not the
1: Prairie Dirt Classic. That's the big race out there. Uh, Paducah. Um, where were
2: they? No, no.
1: It's the great little track right in the town. I've been there before too. Um, oh my gosh, it's the greatest little track.
2: Fairbury. Fairbury. No. Yeah, okay. Fairbury American Legion
1: Speedway. Yeah, I was, I, was I was there. I was there. I was there. I was telling you I was there. How long ago was I was there? It was the day Jimmy Johnson won his one and only Xfinity Series or Bush Series race. Oh, wow. That's how far ago I was there. So I was at Fairbairn. I love that place. Yeah. I watched the Dirt Light Model Race last night from Fairbairn. I
2: watched my first on pay-per-view See Thursday. That?
1: Exactly. So, I mean, and this is what Larson's, Larson is like the Pied Piper. Like sprint car fans watch this late model race, and midget fans watch this cup race, yeah. and cup fans but watch this. We don't this...
2: all like to like really admit it. No, we're doing no, it. <laughs> I thought
1: you know I'm like watching wrestling or listening to country music or watching a late model race. You know, what I mean it's like uh, except for the ratings are through the roof. You know, yeah. what I mean um, no, it's really neat what's going on. So okay, so later this week, uh, Ron Schumann, oh, we talked to him yeah. on our MAV TV show, and at Knoxville, at Knoxville. the shoe, the flying shoe, Sunday, oh, Louis boy. Center, and your buddy. Doug Clark went over, oh, okay. I went over and had a morning breakfast beer with Doug Clark at Knoxville. By yep. gosh, I'm telling you what we said in his motor coach, and I loved it.
2: Uh, you know, even when we were in Knoxville for the SRX race, we saw him in the morning on his golf cart. with was a little cooler, and there he, he is, was.
1: He is, he is the best. Doug has really a birthday is. coming up on Sunday. But today would have been the birthday of a guy named Armin Kruger. He's a 2003 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. He was born in 1922, and 11 years old, his father took him to see the big cars at the Milwaukee Mile, Mm. and it stuck, okay? Seven years later, at 18 years old, he wanted to go see the big cars again, and he wanted to go and shoot photos of them. He actually had a permission slip from his parents to go to the race. What a different time we live in now. Seriously. You think about that. Um In 1941, by 1941, he was submitting photos for National Speed Sport News. And over 60 years, he submitted some of the best photography in the world, Speed Sport News, Open Wheel Midwest Racing, and some of his images from the Indianapolis 500 are iconic. He passed away in 2002. This is the beauty and why it is so important what happens out at one sprint car place. Mm -hmm. We love our drivers. We love our team owners. But somebody during all of those years had to hook that kid reading National Speed Sport News that I want to go see the Indy 500 or I want to go see a sprint car race or I want to go see the midgets or the big cars or whatever he's taking a picture of. And it's through pictures like Armin Kruger did that told those stories. And he is forever enshrined at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. That is why the building is so important. It is great that Steve and Sammy and all of those people are there but it is also great because we can mention guys like Armin Kruger, yep. a 2003 inductee into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And you better go quick if you want to see the Greg Hodnet display. Aaron. they're getting ready to close that thing down.
2: I know. October 1st, and it features eight of his actual cars, plus testing and engineering equipment, uniforms, helmets, and other memorabilia.
1: Here we go. SprintCarHof.com or SprintCarHall.com. Sprint hall. .com or Sprint Car Stuff. Stay with us. More Wing Nation coming up in just a moment. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust UltraTech. For your everyday race, whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sonoka Ultratech and fuel your best. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16 and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O-Racing.com forward slash MRN.
2: Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand BrandArt Sam bass artwork and university of racing lines they have a huge inventory the folks at circle b diecast love racing and support drivers like kyle larson ricky stenhouse jr christopher bell and many others with sponsorships and partnerships and on orders over 20 dollars, use promo code mrn for free shipping check them out circle b
1: i had so much fun during the uh, lucas oil ascs national tour speed week and got to talk to so many neat people matt covington one of them matt is uh, our guest uh, um, uh, coming up later this week on our television show, but but I but I say that uh, it, it just the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour has so many neat things. Okay, mm-hmm. so I've already been on Twitter today, lighting things up. Oh yeah, because tonight they are racing at the Clay County Fair. Yes, it's on the fairgrounds. Oh, you
2: love some fair races. I
1: love some fair races. So I've already said, you know, you, you, everyone's like, "Well, we're not poor oil. We're not poor." Well, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour and fans. You can send us on our Twitter machine some pictures of fair food and and cars in front of Ferris wheels if it's laid out that way. Um I love this. And I love this. This is the battle for the blue ribbon.
2: I like now, that. Isn't that
1: cool? That's a cool name. Three Especially
2: thousand- at the fair.
1: Yes, at the fair. So it is the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour at the Clay County Fairgrounds, uh, Clay County Fairgrounds Speedway. Now, it's the first time the tour has raced there. It is the fair week. So there's going there should be. Fair food. I know <laughs> those scrawny little guys like Blake Hahn and those guys like that probably don't do any, but somebody on the crew is going to go get yeah. a, go get a funnel cake. Maybe and,
2: maybe our friend Ashley is submitting an apple pie too. Well, yeah.
1: Well, don't, don't tell Ashley about that because she could probably get an apple pie there by now and win that and ruin everything out there. Like she ruins everything in Juniata The poor old apple. The poor old ladies that make the apple pies. I they're know. like they hate that she moved back. And do you think about that? The ladies they've been making apple pies for years. And she moves away to North Carolina and she moves back and she puts them back into second place.
2: Well, hey, when you're good, you're good.
1: Well, tell you what. So but anyhow, wait,
2: wait, we never got any apple pies when she lived here. That's
1: exactly why I'm that's exactly why I'm not happy about it. All
2: right, I'm not happy either. I'm not
1: happy either. And we got and despite the fact that I told everyone to stop with the fair food pictures, that just meant that I have thirty pictures of the Lutheran church stand meals.
2: Can I ask about they put that much pepper on?
1: No, that's Wanda Dietrich. What's that? Much I, well, and it, was seen, it was
2: more than her. Well, I saw there was a few someone pictures. Else that did,
1: They got into that. T- and
2: I was like, okay. that looks fantastic, but that is a lot of pepper.
1: You talk about going down a rabbit hole, okay? <laughs> uh, which we're kind of doing right now, as a matter of fact. But, anyhow, um, yeah, Wanda had a picture of it with all that pepper on there. And the next thing you know, there was a big debate on my Twitter feed about how much pepper, pepper you put on food. I'm like, but then I saw like three other photos yeah, other with lots of pepper. Lot of pepper. Too. So I feel like what maybe the I'm shaker, missing out. What if the, the restrictor plate on the shaker might the have been a yeah, exactly.
2: Or maybe that's how you really need to prep it I don't know. I don't know.
1: know. But so I want to see, and I'm going to be very <laughs> disappointed if I don't see fair food or carnival rides or something with sprint bars on our Twitter tonight. There's the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Now the rest of us we're going to have to follow along via RacingBoys.com or Flow Racing. But um, I want to see more of it because. Well, so
2: I, you didn't want to see any fair food? Well, no, in those Port people Royal. up
1: there. Those people up there.
2: Now you want to see fair food? Those people from up Iowa. there
1: are just showing off. Okay, now, so I want this to see isn't if someone else can do it. I oh, want to see. Yes, right. this, is, oh, this is totally different. Totally okay, different. Right. They're just they're, they're posse fans. You know, to how it they out. Are. you know how they are. You know how those posse fans are. You know they've got it better than anybody on the planet, and they're not afraid to show you uh, or tell you. Uh, kind
3: of like Ashley and her
1: pie. That's like Ashley and her pie exactly. Um, <laughs> that's where I'm going this weekend too. I got a great weekend. I got. Bats. And then you're
2: going to be one of them. Well, I've
1: I'm, I'm got If you can't beat them, join them. So except for um, I may go up and sniff around that Lutheran church stand and see if there's any and crumbs leftovers. left after the, after the fair. <laughs> Now I got Bats on Thursday night, Williams Grove on Friday, and the fabulous Lincoln Speedway on Saturday. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. It's a Dirt Classic weekend up there. So we appreciate Logan Wagner joining us. We would hope to catch up with Logan Schuhart. That's apparently not going to happen. West Coast is difficult. It's always, we always, when we do a West Coast driver, we're like, ah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And uh, so I hate, I hate we missed Logan. Sorry, Schubert. you know
2: Bill will be on him for this. Oh yeah, well, be, uh, oh, yeah, go he's well. going to
1: be. He's yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't feel good for Logan Schuhart when word gets to Bill. That's it. So anyhow, coming up, uh, this is going to be great. Our Thursday podcast. Jason Hutchins joins us. Okay, who is Jason Hutchins? He is the reigning track champion at Capital Speedway. What is Capital Speedway, you say? A racetrack in Willow, Alaska. We're going to talk 360 sprint car racing in Alaska with Jason Hutchins. How about that? I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be fun, that's for sure. Ann mentioned this just a bit ago, coming up on Wing Nation, our television program presented by Sage Fruit, Matt Covington. Woo, we already recorded that one. What a conversation. That old boy ain't scared to talk, and he could be a stand up comedian if this racing thing doesn't work out for him. Thanks again to Logan Wagner for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires.